Music class? Music class, dude. It's a good time. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> another What do they episode. do? Sit around and look at each other? I mean, what are... No, dude. It's so super interactive. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of 410 Sports Talk. My name is James Haskell. Along with my co-host, Glenn Martin, and DK in the background, uh, we are excited to talk about our Baltimore Ravens headed into the bye week. We're looking forward to it. But just so you know, um, at a two-year-old to four-year-old music class, there's lots of instruments and lots of... What Remember, instruments is a two-year-old picking drums, up and playing? Jingle like the bell. Oh, it's got to be brutal. Oh, you wear headphones. Man. They keep a beat, man. They keep a no. Beat. They. I promise. Dude. The teacher makes an easy beat, and they keep the beat, dude. It's it's really easy. It's just copycat. Right? I know, but they're two. They can't even like put socks on. Oh my gosh, they're playing puts drums. Socks on, jeez, a whiz. I bet they're upside down. I guarantee no, you the not. heel is on top, dude. <laughs> no, anyway. Um, but we also, uh, are here to talk about, of course, our winner, um, DK. And just as a note, I also noticed in our private messages in Facebook that Jonathan Johns, I think that's who it is, right? Um, he sent in his address. So if you want to grab that and then put it, um, in our doc, that'd be good too. Um, but all that being said, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, so let's get right into it. Glenn, how are you doing? I'm just over here bloviating like a buffoon. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's a good night. It's a cold, cold time in Baltimore. Holy smokes. Mm -hmm. It's been freezing cold, windy all day. But it, it's nice. We'll have a nice relaxing bye week for the Ravens upcoming, a, a bye week where we just get to root against our division rivals and yep. and hope that, uh, you know, that, that, that they all of them lose. I don't know exactly the matchups, but uh, I know the Steelers are hosting Arizona, if I remember correctly. And I, I, I'm not – Oh, uh, the Browns. I think they have a they have a tough matchup as well. Uh, so yeah, I'll be just rooting against all the AFC teams in general, but certainly the AFC North teams. Uh, it, it's going to be a good weekend, man. Nice and relaxing. I won't have uh, adrenaline spikes and and up and down roller coaster where I'm bummed out and super excited. None of that. Just, just happiness. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It'll be it'll be nice, even keel, relaxing weekend. We'll be able to hear the birds chirping and. You know, really, really uh, hopeful. Just like you said, hope that everybody else loses. Um, stinking pesky Steelers, man. Of course, they would play the Cardinals. You said they play the Cardinals, dude. Their schedule is so cake the Cupcake, rest of the right? way. They got, they, yeah, they got. Dude, let England. me just say, yeah, they were. Go ahead. I want to hear the rest of the schedule. Yeah, let me pull it up here. I know they have uh, New England. Of course, they have Arizona next. They have us. That's their only, literally their only tough matchup the rest of the way is their final game, which is against us. Okay, here we go. At Seattle. I guess that's kind of tough. Uh, at home against Cincinnati, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw, look horrible without Joe Burrow, as, as I'm sure can be expected. They got to play at Indy, at home against New England, at home against the Tennessee Titans. Um Oh, I'm sorry, that was old. So, yeah, I already said what it was. Arizona, New England, yeah. Indy, Cincinnati, Seattle, and Baltimore. So, really, only it's one tough matchup, in my opinion, Baltimore. I mean, I guess Seattle on the road. I just wonder what their motivation will be at that point. Will they be out of it? Will they still be in some sort of playoff contention? But, really, those are it. I mean, those are their two playoff matchups, possibly at Seattle and at Baltimore. So, let's hope that they stumble somewhere before those two games and maybe, you know, lose one or both of those. <laughs> Dude, I told you though, didn't we talk about this at the beginning of the season? What? That the Browns and the Steelers do this. They go in opposite directions as the season progresses. 
And it's so oh, frustrating. Shit. The pesky, pesky Steelers who were celebrating like they just won the Super Bowl after they beat the decrepit Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. In the ugliest, one of the ugliest football games we might have seen all year. Like, is that oh, fair to say? Bad. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. It was... But, you know, the Monday night game was really bad, too. Oh, I mean, Bears, Vikings. Yeah, it was one touchdown, six combined turnovers. Dude. One combined touchdown. The Bears won from the first teams in recent history that won without scoring a touchdown, Jimmy. Sure, that didn't happen since the Ravens won 15-3 to against somebody in 2000. Yeah, you know? old Stover game. Yeah, that's right, man. He, yeah, oh Just my god, three thousand field goals. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's been uh, it's been quite brutal. But yeah, it looks like a nice, easy schedule for the Steelers. So let's <laughs> hope when they come visit Baltimore that we give them, uh, you know, a warm welcome. Sean says, "Evening to my favorite Ravens group. Oh. Happy with the win. Glad we have a chance to get healthy. Yeah, I, I, I'm really interested to get." Cole's take on a couple of these guys, specifically Ronnie Stanley and, and what his outlook look, look is for the rest of the season. Is this something that he can get better at? I know a lot of criticism has been heaped his way, especially after Khalil Mack was just walking him back routinely to the quarterback. And it just seems like, like you pointed out before, Jimbo, every single game we're going up against another premier pass rusher. And it just seems, you know, it's not going to get any easier in the playoffs because typically those teams are good. So it's like, man, how is there like I, I'm curious, does he think there's something that he could maybe benefit from some of this rest and maybe would even prefer like would he suggest Ronnie sits even coming out of the bye yeah. the first week out of the bye just to give him a little bit more okay. extra rest? Right. Yeah, no, that'll be something really interesting to talk about. And I think um, I don't know obviously it's all up to Ronnie and, and what his knee is like, but I think there's always that balance between, okay, do I just get reps on it and figure out how to like work through it and deal with the physical consequences of compensating, clearly compensating for this injury to get to the season later on, you yeah. know what I mean? Work mm -hmm. around it. Right. Or do I really believe that it's going to get better? It's a, it's a fine line in a dance, especially coming up on this uh, end of the season. But the other thing is, so yeah, we're going to take a look at the the conference certainly and, and maybe the league, but certainly the conference at large. But this is my real question of the night, Glenn. Of the night. Okay. Of the night. The entire night is my real question. Okay. Is it now appropriate for you to put up your Christmas tree? Uh, After Thanksgiving, I think it's okay. Yeah. I think it's okay. Uh, mine's not up yet. Mine will be up uh, this Sunday. This Sunday is part of our- Perfect, right? Yeah, it's part of our uh, first Sunday, typically in every every December. The family all meets at a, a breakfast restaurant, a big group, and then all we all leave from there to go get our tree and 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 bring them on home. So yeah, Sunday Sunday. But I think anything after Thanksgiving is is okay. But I'd prefer if people waited until at least December one. Mm, all right. Well, mine's been up since November one. So um, I'm one of those guys. That's that's a little. I think it was like November. You know, here's 3rd. the thing that worries me: if you put it up, if you get it too soon, too much, it, it, it takes a little bit of the specialness, right? If you, if it's always thanks, if it's always Christmas, then it's is it as special when it's actually? I, I, I can I can take two minutes two two minutes. I can take two months of special. Two months, okay. Yeah. Well, when does it end? Oh, well, uh, is two months uh, the end? No, no, no. By New Year's, yeah. No, New I'm Year's saying. Okay, so you'll never creep into October. No, 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 no. I've got to so turn your the benchmark up. is Halloween. Yeah. See, I'm not. I'm on. See, doesn't that just skip Thanksgiving? It just is so disrespectful to Thanksgiving, dude. 
but Thanksgiving is just, I don't know. It's, what? It's, it's, it's okay. It's like an appetizer to Christmas. I mean, bro, it's, it's okay. Okay. What's your second favorite holiday behind Christmas? Thanksgiving because all I know right. so around the corner. Well, that's why. Stop and look, it. Fourth of July is a close second. I mean, a close third right behind. I love Fourth of July. Dude, I, I like Fourth of July, but come on. Thanksgiving, <laughs> football, good food, family. Come on. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good. But I was excited to put up the tree because my son's obsessed with it. My so it's just, it's fun to watch him. So anyway, that was my big question tonight. But um, all that being said, Sean Pisker says, guys, in one of my fantasy leagues, I was playing against Khalil Herbert. Mm-hmm. One by point two two points. You playing against yeah. them both? No, the running back Khalil Herbert. Oh the, shoot! See, I thought for the for the uh, yeah. uh, for the, uh, for the Bears. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. He and expected to pick up a lot of extra work because uh, his backup was down. Uh, Foreman, Foreman was down, so they were like, "Oh, Herbert's going to get the goal line work too." Ends up putting a bit of a stinker on the board. Really, the whole day was a stinker. I mean, Dobbs was an absolute disaster well, after man, being the darling when they traded for him. You can, you can. I don't know how much you owe me at this point. What do you mean? Because, dude, I knocked a uh, park this week in fantasy. With what? My fantasy. Oh, I know you did. You did. You did. And now you got. Now you can put the. You can put the nail in old Bob Pierney's coffin this week. If and my lineup him, is not looking good. Look, with the I got Raiders by, and I got Jacobs, and I got a Ravens by, and I got Lamar. It's a problem. That's true. That's my true. backup, my backup running back on the bench also has a bye because that's Justice Hill. And who's your backup quarterback? Oh, uh, I got Matt Stafford. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. And let's. Well, you better hope Garrett's out because he's playing Cleveland. Uh, Sean says, "I'm with Jimmy. I've had my tree up since the beginning of November, and Thanksgiving is add to me. What? <laughs> I don't understand this. Food and football. Great. It's a. It's literally a holiday for food and football. I love food. I love football. It, it seems like what am I talking? Who?" Am I on the wrong channel here, guys? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Nah, if Thanksgiving is great, but Thanksgiving is more exciting because you know the holidays, the actual holidays are coming up. Okay, the actual holidays. I don't love. <laughs> I don't like the disrespect, bro. I, I really don't. It's look it's, at Sean. I eat every day of my life. <laughs> yeah, but you're not off work and sitting there watching football while eating an absolute feast. Yeah. No, you're right. Definitely Thanksgiving has its um appeal. Uh but it's crazy. Anyway, I want to I want to I want to do something really quick. I want to talk about something really quickly, Glenn. All right. Because we've everybody does this as fans and I hope um, as we've done this show I've tried to become less and less of this type of fan, but everyone we play well, everyone's excited, we play bad, everyone wants to fire everyone, right? The only thing I just quickly want to do is run down the Ravens' most recent moves, and can we just give the coaching staff and the and the front office some some some? Sorry for the pun, no pun intended, but they're flowers, please. Like, so think about this, right? Uh, you know, you start with with Todd Munkin. I think Todd Munkin, we can say at this point, with the AFC, you know, the best record in the AFC with a flourishing offense, in my opinion, and. Is is a success. So hiring Munkin, check that one off the list. I think an absolute success. Number two. Hey Jimbo, quick pause. How surprised are you that you bring in Munkin and the Ravens are still number one <laughs> in the league in rushing? Is this is this does this mean that Greg Roman's attack maybe wasn't as dynamic as we thought? And maybe it was just Lamar Jackson. You know, I 
I think that is part of it. But okay. I also think Oh boy. I'm losing somebody. DK, are we losing Glenn or are you losing me? Are we losing Glenn? Yeah. Glenn. Glenn. I'm here. I'm here. I I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Okay. You're back. You're back. You like okay. did one of these. Okay. You're like mixtaping okay. it up for a second. But say are you question is, was it Lamar or was it Greg Roman, right? It looks like it's definitely Lamar because they're number one in the league again. When everybody was going, "Oh no, are we gonna are we gonna abandon the run and become a, right. a, a pass only team?" And look, here we are, a number one again, once again. Right, and well, and the other thing too, I, I think it's fair to say that that Munkin, because he's not an idiot, hasn't just abandoned all the good things that Greg Roman did, like schematically yep. speaking, right? Like we still see a lot of this, not a lot, we still see a decent amount of the same stuff because why throw the baby away with the bathwater? Mm-hmm. Right, which is a terrible saying, by the way. I know, dude. It feels wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you ever even consider throwing a baby away? But that's neither here nor there. Um, but I agree oh, with no. you. I mean, what happened now? I tried to send the link to Cole, and it failed earlier. I'm like, where's Cole at? And I go to our messages to see that the message <laughs> said failed. Resend. Uh-oh. Well, resend it. He'll okay, if it. you can reach out to Cole to make sure that uh, we still... Okay, DK is already in action, dude. Appreciate it. Sorry. Jimbo. Already in action. But Sorry. no, that's okay. The other thing I want to say is, so you, you check the list. You get the OC right. Yeah? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Check. I think it's also fair to say that the idea that people were starting to spin in the offseason that the Ravens aren't big fans of Lamar or aren't protective of Lamar or there's a riff or whatever, all that is gone and dead. The mm -hmm. relationship between Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, great. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. The, and then talk about the wide receivers. OBJ is coming on, and this is a graveyard for wide receivers. And now we've drafted Zay Flowers. Check, right? Keaton Mitchell, another undrafted gem. Check, mm -hmm. right? Like, tell me where the Ravens are going wrong, and I'll tell you you're wrong, right? Because I think that they've they've done an excellent job in this offseason. Man, they absolutely deserve their flowers and credit because we are sitting pretty. And I'm just, I was thinking about it earlier today. I'm like, man, I'm just happy to be to support this team like not because not only because they're good but because they're dedicated like look at these other teams who are just doing it the wrong way and the ravens are not uh so anyway i just kind of wanted to point that out that like man we're doing a lot of things right and it's exciting yeah no you're you're right and then i mean you look at even what they've done in recent draft class history you know like there was a lot of criticism in re-saying, well, is 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 Eric DaCosta really doing what he's supposed to be doing? And early returns weren't great on some of these <laughs> draft classes, but if you pause and you kind of give them a couple years, because some of these guys were very raw when they when they joined the Ravens. Like you look at that 2020 draft class, and in the beginning it was like, oh, it's not looking so good. But now you look back on you go, Patrick Queen, how'd that guy, how's that guy turning out? He's already got over a hundred tackles on the season along with Roquan. Uh, yeah, J.K. Dobbins, number two, he's been banged up. But number three, Justin Metabike, third-round pick that year. How, that guy's about to make $100 million this coming offseason. First double-digit sack guy since 2017. Devin mm -hmm. Duvernay, a pick in that year. Malik Harrison playing the run like Jarrett Johnson at the edge. So while he's not a pass rusher, he's still an important uh, key point. Fifth-round pick that year, Broderick Washington. How's that guy look last week when he gets a sack? He's got an extension. Geno Stone was the seventh-round pick that year. Holy smokes, do you get more value out of a seventh-round pick than what Geno's done this year? I mean, 
And, and every year, I mean, you even look at 21, Bateman and Oway didn't look like the greatest one-two punch in the first round. But now you're looking at it going, them guys are looking pretty daggone good right now. And, and I think Rashad will continue to get more opportunities and show more. Third round pick that year was Brandon Stevens. I mean, you're talking about, he's been, yeah, they've been hitting it out of the park with their draft picks, certainly with their free agent signings and doing so while not being the first, the first team, you know, gobbling guys up on the first day. No. They're sitting back, waiting, letting contracts come to them that make sense. And then you got Van Noy, Clowney off the edge, playing like pro bowlers. I mean, you got to give these guys a, an absolute ton of credit. And, yes. and to all those people who like to blame every loss on the coach and, and credit every win to the players, it's a team effort. And you got to have good coaching as well as good players if you want to be a good team, for sure. Yeah, you know what's so cool, guys? I just want you, you to know that, first of all, um, we do a little bit of prep for the show, but we don't really write anything down. We just have a, a game plan. Now our pregame show is a little different. We have some stuff written down, but show like this, it's shot, not shot from the hip. We prep, but my point is this, I just put it down and Glenn just picked it up. You see that? How he just backed me up in my argument perfectly. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. left a ton of stuff out and brrr, he just machine gunned oozied all over the place on all these facts to absolutely back up what I just said. How cool is that? See that? You see like, that? You see what we're doing here, Jimbo? And look, dude, I mean, poor, if you poor Jungle. Up, What's the name of that show that you shut down? It doesn't exist anymore. Oh, man. Cincy Jungle, dude. Yeah. Our yeah. guys. Send they them just to took their a night death. off, dude. They took a night off that night. <laughs> Jeez, but look, man. in 22, they got Hamilton and Linderbaum. Pretty damn good. Travis Jones in the third <laughs> round. You know, Charlie Kohler in the fourth. Yeah, Isaiah man. in the fourth. Our punter, Jordan Stout in the fourth. Pepe. In the fourth, I mean, we had 104th round picks that year. It was absolutely crazy. Sure, we bombed it with Cleveland. All right. We just should have known his last name was Cleveland. But Man. he could very well. Would he anyone could. be stunned if he turns into Ben Powers next uh, year? Right. Like? That's a great point. I mean, he could be Ben Powers or he could be Ben Bredesen. That's true. Ben Bredesen, by the way, still in the league. Is he? Still in the league, bro. Oh. So, you know, you can't hate on him too much. He's still in the league. Yeah, he's man. Still, no. He's still getting it done. But uh, but yeah, no, I think I think your point is well made that yeah, it's a good it's a good team. Good oh, organization. Look, yeah, somebody I think said this. Jeremiah said, um, I mean, think about Van Noy and Clowney. I know, yeah, exactly. I mean, dude, Clowney, holy crap, is that not the one of the think best about, free agent signings? How about Darby? We keep calling him Roby. How about Darby? Yeah, yeah, Darby. It's been huge for us, dude. We picked him up mid-season. Like, yeah. Like, what are, What are we talking about here? I mean, it, it's my, been still my favorite line from Darby ever. I'll remember this for the rest of my life. Oh, how'd you come back from the ACL? I just ran a lot. <laughs> like, Keep no secret. I just ran a lot. <laughs> Keep it simple, man. Like, Absolutely. I got out and I get out of you. the cryo chamber and just go run, bro. <laughs> I've been. Yeah, I've been. Uh, Let's see here. McChickens, uh, from, how do I owe it? I choose to pick on it. Like it's been so long since I've, since he put that in. And right when I choose to click on it is right when DK. It's great minds there. sing alike. You see that? Dude, that, that, that is absolutely <laughs> insane. But he, Asmodeus Donato says, I don't feel right saying McChickens considering I've been eating cleaner and oh. exercising. Good job, Asmodeus. Get out there and take care of yourself. Let's go. Uh, for your protein powder needs. I love it. <laughs> that, that's awesome. But, yeah, I, I mean, it. uh, it's good to hear you're taking care of yourself. He says, my question is, is the emergence of draft picks more a testament of EDC or Harbs? I love EDC more than Harbs, but you can, can't knock the staff. 
he's hired recently. I, I mean, it's certainly it's a it's a, in combination, but yeah, I think what we have to remember is a lot of these guys like Owe and Brandon Stevens were got were guys that were brought in who were raw, but they saw had the ability, had the talent, and had the want to competitiveness, all the things that you need to get better. They mm -hmm. had. And so while some of these guys, yeah, have taken some more time to develop, so credit to the, the coaching staff for that development, you got to credit EDC for seeing it, you know, and seeing that that, that those guys didn't just – because, look, there's a lot of talented guys. You look around – like, look at look at Pittsburgh. They got a talented wide receiver core. Deontay Johnson, talented. Pickens, talented. There's a reason why some of those guys weren't picked by the Ravens, and, it's, and a lot of it is personality, want to, drive, and it seems like they nailed it with these ones, right? Yeah, no, and I'll t I'll take it further down the line. I think, like you said, it's a combination in that EDC. This is how I envision it going. EDC goes up to John. It's like, hey, I really like this kid. What do you like? And 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 John has some sort of response like, okay, he's not great at this, but also my me and my coaching staff feel good that we can teach that. Yeah, right. Like, but this other stuff we can't teach. We need that, right? Like, we need him to to come with that already. So understanding who your staff is. Sean has done a great job. Who's the pass rush guy? Chuck. Uh, Chuck Smith. Chuck Smith. I mean, think about what he's done to all of our pass rushers mm -hmm. in just a year. The way that John has hired has been out of the box, has been, you know, different and, and exciting and, 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 and really fun as well. So not that this is an absolute, like the Ravens are doing everything perfect uh, thing, but I think it's really worth mentioning. I mean, they're just doing an excellent job right now and doing it the right way. Uh, it matters, man. It it just matters. I mean, the results, mm -hmm. whether they're in one year, two year, or four, they they're inevitable, like Thanos, right? Doesn't he say I'm inevitable or something like that? Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> right. So they're inevitable. So um, I would say in combination, like you said, Glenn, but also John's staff has done an excellent job. Who's the O line coach? The old dude with the long last name? Oh, D Coach D. They call him. Uh, yeah, Gilson. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Dude, he's he's. He, I mean, he's he's done awesome. Chuck Smith and who's the sweatsuit guy? Um, Keith is Williams. that T? That's Keith Williams. Yeah, you just mm -hmm. if you guys don't know, Glenn, break it down for him, dude. Does he not always wear a dude, sweatsuit? One hundred and ten, bright and sunny, full sweatsuit, and not dude. sitting around in the shade. No, active, out there, demonstrating, involved. Crazy. I don't. I don't know how. I, I don't know how he does it. I mean, I'm sweating there, staying on the sideline with a t-shirt and shorts. Uh, you know, certainly not doing doing as much, but yeah, guys out there, guys are active. Now, I love the coaching staff. Got to give them credit. Yeah. Now let me ask you another question. Like I mentioned, it's been confirmed. Peters is gone. He's not a Raider. Right. I haven't heard much. Yeah. Apparently, uh, they were able to recoup some of his signing bonus or some or some sort of incentives by cutting him when they did. Yeah. Where where's your mind gone? Do you think any interest there? Do we not rock the yeah. boat? You know what I mean. We're already. Such it's a good worrisome. Defense. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly worrisome bringing in a guy with that strong of a personality. And the question is, did he burn bridges on his way out? Did he get into a, an argument? Did he say some things that are regrettable in the heat of the moment? Which we he, we we had we've heard rumors that him and Lamar got into it near the playoffs, where he was expecting a lot, along with a couple other veterans, expecting him to try and gut it out, and get out there with his guys. And apparently he made it clear that uh, they weren't happy. And so if that the rumors are true, it could be, they could just be that, rumors and BS. But if they're true and there was some sort of a blow-up on his way out with your franchise quarterback, I can't imagine them bringing him back in. I, I don't think the, the the issue between him and Harbs on the sideline, I don't chalk that up as, a, as an issue. But if there was a behind-the-scenes blow-up between Lamar and, and Marcus, I don't think he'll be here. 
But on top of that, do we really need right? That's him the out thing. there. Like, there's issues with with effort level. He's older guy, uh, and Marcus. And I'm sorry, Marlon's on his way back. So, what do you think? Yeah, you know, it's a hard one for me because I I'd love to see him here. Um, I think he could be he could be a jolt of energy, right? Like um, DK is mentioning, why did he come from the Raiders? I know it was kind of a lack of effort thing. They said the same thing about Clowney, to be fair, right? Clowney literally gave up on the Browns. It's true. And look, look what he's now. doing now. So, so time and place and how your, how your value is perceived by your employer also matters, right? Like big time as far as your motivation. So um, this is the ultimate question. Do you believe that, you know, well, you know, Marcus Peters. So do you believe he would rattle our culture? That's the question that John needs to answer in his head. If you don't think so, I think it makes sense. You bring him in. He's still a playmaker. Like, and if you're kind of light in that room, I don't know, you yeah. bring him in because ultimately you don't need him. Like you've done all right you without could cut him. him. You could cut yeah, so him. He's got to behave. But at the same time, what you worry about is he has shown in the past to have an in-game, very public blow up. Yeah. And doesn't care really who that target is. <laughs> and so do you want to, do you run the risk of having that blow up happen, you know, down the line or, or during the playoffs? And how does that disrupt, you know, the other players on the team? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, eh. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, yeah. But they, you gotta, you gotta assume that, uh, that they're going to, you know, shake the, the tree, right? Yeah. I mean, certainly if there's any further injuries or if some setbacks happen with Marlon, anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Got to Not for sure. So but, DK, do we know? Do we know what the status is? Yeah, no, no. Uh, haven't heard anything. Yeah, haven't heard anything just yet here, Jimbo. But hey, I want to ask your question it's on all something DK's else. DK's fault, though. You know that, right? It always is. <laughs> it Sorry, always go ahead. Is. I knew you're gonna ask me a question. I apologize. Yeah, I, I've been seeing some uh, some interesting. People are people are talking about kicking yeah. stats. Okay, people are bringing oh up kicking stats, Jimbo, and and they're Koo, the kicker from the Atlanta Falcons, who now, as an active player, takes over as the most accurate field goal kicker currently active in the NFL with at least a hundred field goals attempted. So yeah, he's taken the lead, and so there now people are talking and saying that uh, Justin Tucker's washed. They said that uh, his best days of kicking, they're behind him. And and with this season, they're saying you, you can't trust Justin Tucker for 50-plus. What's your thoughts on all this, Jimbo? Because that's what I'm seeing on Twitter, dude. I'm seeing people yeah, yeah. coming Does anyone ha I did see that graphic. Do you have that graphic? Or do you at least you have the numbers? Before. Like how many kicks? Because I, I think I saw that, and I think that Justin Tucker has kicked like four times more field goals than Koo? Is it, it's Koo, oh, right? Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, Justin Tucker's at like 340-something makes in his career, and yeah, Koo is like just over 100, I believe. Yeah, so that's ridiculous to me, right? Like, I'll tell you what this is, Glenn. You want me to tell you what this is? When I was a kid, we Don't. were sitting around the kitchen table. It's story time. I'm feeling, I'm feeling nostalgic today. And when I was a kid, you know, I was way into basketball, so I remember being at Mars Supermarket on Route 40. And I used to sit there and look at all the basketball magazines while my mom was grocery shopping. I literally would sit on the floor and, and look at them, right? I got tired of, I'd like read all the articles. So I, I, I didn't know I grabbed this, but remember back in the day, like for technology, they used to have gambling book, like magazines, mm -hmm, like just mm -hmm. full of statistics. 
Mm-hmm. My family doesn't gamble. I had no idea what this book was, but it was amazing to me when I opened up this magazine and could see the three-point percentage leader, the this percentage, and everything, right? At that time, I just was looking up for fun to look at Shaq up, and I'm like a little kid. And he was like 70, or he was like 66% from three-point land. And I'm like, wait, why is Shaq not shooting threes? He was two for three. Like, they're probably well, like half size, bombs. Right? You know what I mean? Like stupid yep. stuff, right? But my point is that like, Okay. Really, guys, like this is just a measure of, of statistics. I, I believe that Justin Tucker is going to be just fine. He's going to be okay. I still I, I trust him fully. What I need to improve is his protection in front of him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, four blocks this year? Has it been I don't know four? How, I think it's been four, uh, but I know it's at least been three. Either way, it's been way too many. And and even if it's not blocked, it seems like guys are getting back there. So my thing is that if you want Justin's process to be repeatable, you need to give him a little more. You need to give him protection. Because yeah. I, I firmly believe he can get it done. There's no way that he's just washed. No, no. It's ridiculous. He has not been around nearly as long as some of these, <laughs> uh, the great kickers in history. Like you look at, you know, yeah. Adam and Terry played for 24 years. I think, right. uh, Tucker's played for 11, like not even half the amount of uh, games played. So, yeah, I mean, let's see. He's already converted 365 field goals in his career, where Vinatieri, who's the, the record holder, has 599. So he's still 230-something behind right. where Adam Vinatieri is. He's still got a long way to go. Keeps himself in great shape. I have no problem. He'll be just fine. I, I would – let me ask you this, Jimbo. Is there a single kicker, coup included, Game on the line, 50-yarder, 45. I'll say 45 because Koo doesn't have the strongest leg. 45-yarder, any other kicker in the league you want kicking the ball? No, not a chance. I mean, I don't even think twice about it. Like, Yeah. People Remember when Tony Romo was, like, all over Harrison Butker? It's like, dude. Well, oh, yeah, that was, like, yeah, two years ago. He was like, the next it guy. It still is in the back of my Some dude, stop. Yeah. Like, we know, we know who the real is, right? Like. Stop it. So, yeah, no. Justin Tucker is going to hit us one and remind everybody because he's going to lift his shirt up with a heavy T-shirt underneath that says, I'm him. Mm-hmm. Just so you don't forget. Um, which I love that saying, by the way, because I'm pretty sure it's from biblical origins. Nice. Anyway. Yeah. Well, like, so yo, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, you know, anyway, yeah. I'm him. Yeah. It's, it's, okay. it's, it's biblical. So I like okay. that. Anyway, my point is that, He's gonna he's gonna pull up shirt and be like, Dude, I'm still him, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. I mean, come on, do you think twice about it? Is there anyone else you would take? No, of course not. I was just making sure I'm like we're on the same page with this one. Yeah, you know? I mean that would be crazy. I would allow you to just remove me from the remove me from the the show right now. Just say, dude, I've taken your card, credentials, get out of the building. You can't get I'll in. I'll be anymore. doing it by myself. I'll be ing raving it up in here. <laughs> You know, look, you're the people's champs, so people might like that. You know what I'm saying, dude? I think it would wear off on them quick. They'd be like, eh, bring Jimmy back. Nah, Uh, I don't think so. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, you'd have one person, you'd have two people watching for sure. Katie and Lisa Ann, bro. That's right. Don't forget it, neither. That's right. Don't forget it. Hey, uh, (laughs) Jimbo, I saw this question floating around, so I want to get your take on it. Nine and three. Number one, which we're going to get into the standings here in just a couple. What in the, what about this team leaves you still concerned? 
Like, is there an area? Is there a facet of the game? Is there what what has you still going? Well, that that might have to get better if we're going to get over the hump. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing that I'm still concerned about, I saw a lot of this. I saw evidence of us being able to do this successfully, so it, it tempers my concerns. But it's just making sure that Lamar feels comfortable and has go his a go-to guy that he can feel confident in like Mark. Um, you know, on those big plays, on those third downs. Uh, so my biggest concern is still just making sure we can overcome the 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 ripped vacuum seal that is Mark Andrews, right? Like, how do we avoid this? Uh, so that that's my thing. I, I don't know if there's necessarily we need to improve on this, we need to improve on that. But uh, I guess the other thing too is, like I said, field goal protection. Yeah, like. I, I mean, we've we've seen at the beginning of the year, remember how bad our punt coverage was? Special teams has not been the brightest spot this year. Surprisingly, right? Yeah. So I guess I realize those are like smaller things, but, and not super concrete, but um, I think the, and you know what? I'll add to this. Oh, I'm glad our O-line is healthy, but I think the O-line needs, needs to improve, needs to show up and play a bit better. Not that they yeah. haven't, but the last game wasn't great. Yeah, and especially seem it seems like when the offensive line plays well, the Ravens do well. And when yep. they don't, what about you? Yeah, I, I think to me it's just consistently consistency on the offensive line. That's the only thing that concerns me because I, I feel really good about you know on the defensive side of the ball. I feel really good about our our uh, our pass rush. I feel you know I do have some concerns about our run defense, but I know mm-hmm. that come playoff time, a lot of these teams you just don't have to worry as much about a good run offense like. You know, I, I I don't think the the Chiefs are going to find a run attack between now and the playoffs starting. So I I look at them as, eh. and then Miami. I know they got Moster, but I still look at Miami. I, I worry about their pass catchers. So I, I I have concerns about our our run defense, but I don't see a team in the playoffs that can really exploit some of the issues we've had. Uh, and I feel good about our pass defense. So offensively, it, it just comes down to that offensive line's got to be consistently good. Like, we can't have games like we saw from John Simpson where he'll have really good games, play mm-hmm. really, really well, and then have games where he just absolutely struggles in a big, big way. And I'm a little concerned about what the health is like for Ronnie because if Ronnie can't anchor and can't, you know, take on some of these bull rushes, man, it's just – it gets it gets a little scary over there, and then you have to start helping and – uh it's a whole thing. So mine's only about the offensive line, Jimbo. It's yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's where it's won and lost. Cole said it time and time again. Um, so the other thing for me is I always have anxiety about the other shoe just dropping. You know what I'm saying? Like Every fan has that fear. Yeah, especially after 19, where I just watched it in slow motion. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, that, that, that does cross my mind. But... Um, Outside of that, that's just general, general fan anxiety. I think that just kind of comes with the territory. Um, but Glenn, I think it's I think it's time. If you want, what we can do is we can. So why don't we go through our over under competition winners, uh, both internally and uh, of the viewers of the show, and then let's get into the um, mm-hmm. the the playoff standings. standings. Yeah, and kind of talk about the playoff as a whole. DK, yeah, is it just me? Oh, there you go, Glenn. You you were frozen again. You back? I'm back, I think. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're back now. Okay, cool. You were stuck like this. Oh no. Nah, it was Not all a right. good look. It could have been way worse. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, it could have been like the fish hook look, you know, that could have been bad. 
Um, all right. Well, let's get into our over-under results and uh, and talk about it. This one's going to be a fun one. And yes, of course, sir. Yes, sir. as always, our over-under competition results or uh, uh, competition is brought to you by the one, the only Bet US, the OG in the sports gambling world. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to enjoy the games a little more, maybe you want to enjoy a Vikings Brown or Bears game on a Monday night a little more. Look, hang out with your significant other and put some shekels down on it. Certainly, that's what my wife and I did last night. And let me tell you what. She beat me by point two two points. Two eight points. Point two eight points. And I lost. I'm really frustrated. I for sure thought Dobbs was going to do more for me. Yeah. You know what he did? Well, he did. Terrible. So, look. I got bills to pay, ladies and gentlemen. I got bills to pay. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Go check it out. If you want to do game game bets, in-game bets, um, prop bets, you want to do season-long bets, you want to do MVP bets, you want to do individual, whatever you want to do, it's all there. And the really cool thing is that not only do they have a ton of bets, they also give you free money. Mm-hmm. Put in the – use the description – use the link in the description that DK so graciously put in there, or go to um, BetUS and use the promo code 410, and uh, you will get access to uh, – uh, a match of 125%. That's a hundred hundred percent match plus an extra 25 up to $2,500. So get it done and support mm-hmm. the show here. Um, and, uh, have fun with our partners over at bet us. It's that right. easy. Yeah. Somebody tweeted at us. They said, uh, help. I, I don't know how to use this prize picks. Easy. Use bet us. Yeah. Prize. That's picks. How you not do even it. legal in Maryland. That's, That's how, how you do it. Happened in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you do it. You switch to bet us. That's right. Quit messing around with those That's jokers. Right. That's right. Um, but yeah, <laughs> let's get into the first over under and the results. Charlie Kohler targets two and a half. He gets absolutely zero targets, very little involvement in the game, period. Not surprised though, right? I mean, no, we all said under, and <coughs> maybe we should have set this at half a target, and maybe it would have gotten one of us to bite on the over. But all of us say under, we were all correct. All right, next one is. Lamar Jackson passing yards per attempt nine. Oh, he barely got half of that Jimbo at five and a half. I don't have it open in front of me. Who said what on this? Do you have it? I said over. Did I say over too? Yes. And DK clean sweep. Okay, good. I didn't lose. We were all wrong. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah. I thought there'd be some more downfield passing. So, so far Uh, we were two for two. All of us. Well, no for two. Oh, one for one, one, one and one, two. one and one, one and one. Yeah, one and one. one All right, next two. one is. Yeah, one and one. Whatever. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm... Ravens interceptions. Point five. Thank goodness we got that one at the hail mary right before half. A real yep. kind of a garbage interception. Didn't end up leading to anything, but we'll take it. And I think we were all right about this one. Oh yeah. sure. So we're all right about that one. Going to the last one. We're all two and one. Mm-hmm. All right, last one. Two, is. two right, one wrong. DK's trying to figure out the verbiage here, Glenn. <laughs> two and one, two and one, two, two wins, one loss. Uh-huh. Uh, Patrick Queen total tackles eight and a half. Look, I knew PQ, he'd come up a little. You let short. me down, PQ. I told you. So, who said? I know I said under. I remember that one. What did DK say? Oh, what does that mean? What could that mean, guys? What did that mean, dude? Mm. Hold hey, why on. did I look over here saying nice things about PQ to try and get unblocked on Twitter? And this is why you reciprocate. Well, look, seven seven's a good number, okay? 
That's not a bad day. Shout out to Pat Queen for getting me that dub. And yeah, for getting me that dub for not getting enough tackles. Curse is broken, Jimbo. I can win and the Ravens can win on the same day. It can hey. happen. Hey. That's Shout right. out. Wait. All so right, over, wait. under? I think uh, I said under. What did Jimmy say? I said over. What did you say, DK? Under. Okay. DK was correct. And now this we have to bring up because this is wait, absolutely wait, time out. So did Glenn already win DK? Do I understand yeah, that? Did. Okay, I see. All right, all right. One all right. on the first four. Yeah. But this, this is the most insane thing. Yeah, does Total DK yards. get extra points for this? For, for you guys who didn't watch the preview show, we always obviously guess the total yards the Ravens have in order to be a tiebreaker. Well, DK put his answers in first, and he put 360. And because he skipped the show, because he was out gallivanting, mm -hmm. we decided this is how we'd get back Planting on DK. is out there, DK. That's right. And we decided we're going to get back at him. So this is how we did it. DK guessed 360. So what did Jimmy do? He guessed 360 and a half, and I guessed 359 and a half, making it virtually impossible for DK to win the final tiebreaker. However, as you can see on the screen, the Ravens damn near made it happen. 361 yards. I mean, DK was one off and he and still the, lost and he was and I was it, a, I was a yard and a half off. I was I was third place. And I was a half yard off. But the craziest thing is that Glenn and I only put those numbers like DK was the real winner here, right? Like as we just did it to sandwich him in. That's right. I mean, let's be honest, right? It's just right. what it is. But the good thing is it didn't come down to that. So I don't have to it's feel thing guilty. You. Yeah, I don't have to feel guilty. I don't have to feel bad because I would have I would have won, you know, uh actually <laughs> I would have it would have been a total no, I would have lost to DK's yeah, if it came down to it, because DK would have been uh one yard off and I yeah. was in a yard and a half off. Yep, so yep, yep. let's go. Let's Shout go. Out. Shout Man, out. Man, are we putting together that graphic with that snappy little music at the end, dude, like you had last year? Do we, we want to right now? I think we might. We might need I mean, to. If there's, if there's a chart where, you know, it's going to be like, what do I have, seven wins now? Seven? Heck no. I've got to have at least seven. No, dude. i got to have at least four. No. Six? Six? Okay, so I got six. DK's got one. You got three. I got four. Oh, you got four. DK, you got one. Is my math off? Uh -huh. Oh, DK, no. you got two? How does that work? Don't try and take oh. his, don't try and take one away. He's only got two, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, mathematically, can you still win, Glenn? What? Dude, there's like five games left. Yeah, dude. I'm only so if I win back. one more, the best you can do is tie. Right? I'm, I'm storming back, bro. Storm. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. <laughs> I mean, I let you get a little lead just to uh, snatch the hope and dreams right when you just take you. my soul. That's right. This is when you say it's a long race. That's it. It's a long race. Long race and when you're huffing dude. and puffing, here That's I great. come. No. All right, let's get into our our fan winner of the week. Uh, and this week's winner is John Stremmel, who submitted his, his answers via YouTube. Shout out to John, this week's competition winner. John, when you see this, first of all, second congratulations. Time. Oh, so then we don't need your size or address. Unless you haven't sent it in yet. We yeah. do. He, we have oh, you it. never sent it in. John and because of that, you'll get a hoodie. There you go. Ding, 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 ding. Don't forget, <laughs> send your size and your address, but don't do it in a message that can be seen by all. Please do it via private message to yep. one of our social medias, and we'll gladly send it on over. Shout out to hey, John, man. my man. That's right. Hey. That's awesome. Feels, it, it feels good to be a winner.
Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it mm-hmm. does. I- mm-hmm. I'm just happy that I, I don't, I don't, I literally have very little interest in, in what happens the rest of our fantasy season this year. I'm just glad that I got that dub this week. Dude, you're in the playoffs if it ended today. So really, that way. Yeah, I'm dude, four and the, seven. You're in the eighth spot, dude. You're in the final oh playoff spot. God. You're gonna sneak in there, bro. You're gonna nah, absolutely. I, I, we'll see. I don't think I win this week, but that. My point is that look, I'll, I literally read the description. You know the like the win. You can like read the report after you yeah. win. Yeah. It's the only time I've ever done that. I was so, so happy. happy, dude. I can see you now just. Big cigar, dude. You're reading your description. Just I all almost happy. screenshotted it to keep it. I loved it, man. That was big time. <laughs> that was big time for your boy. Uh, Max says, hoping early season losses don't Uh-oh. cost us Uh-oh. the number Glenn. ones. Um, what, dude? We got some interference from Mother Russia. Still? Yeah. Full infiltration. Anyway, Max Offit uh, says, hoping early season losses don't cost us the number one seed. Max has a great point. Uh, obviously, with the back end of the season, the back end of the schedule being uh, tough, certainly in comparison to when you look at the Chiefs and their cupcake of a schedule uh, coming up, it it, uh, it doesn't uh, it's not the most relaxing of games coming up, right? But I'll also say this, Max, um, number one seed or not, I, I do I'm I am harnessing the power of being battle tested, like that is my mantra going into these playoffs. Mm-hmm. So. Bring on the the hard schedule. Bring it all on because, look, we want to be so ready to go. By the time we get to those matchups in the playoff, we feel like it's a cakewalk. Not that we're going to play like it's a cakewalk, but the point is that we've been there. We've dealt through, you know, we've dealt with more. We've been through tougher. Um, you know, I don't know if that applies in every sport, but certainly I hope that uh, this can help in football. And so I understand your point. Uh, but with that being said, Glenn, I don't even think wants the one seed. Look. You know what? I want the one seed, okay? I'm just saying it makes me nervous. I think back to 2019, but this is a different team. This is a much older team when it comes to our key players, which were all virtually young, you know, whippersnappers, just rookies or second-year guys. Now these guys are much older, and and, uh, so, yeah, I'd welcome the one seed. I just just worry if you have a slow start because you're a little rusty and it takes till the second half to knock the rust off what that means, but – Ultimately, I still want the one C because I do see value in a bye week. And of course, you could lose in that first week of the playoffs. There's no guarantee to win it just because you're uh, you're coming into it, you know, without the rest and, and with no rust. So, but man, I, I, here's what I want to happen. I want to get the two C, Jimbo, and I want the Chiefs to get the one C and I want them I want them to lose so that we end up hosting the playoff games anyway sure. because they lose in the divisional round. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah, no, that would be awesome. Speaking of which, should we should we talk about maybe? I don't, okay, yeah, I'm asking a lot of either of you. Um, I got it up. Oh, do you have a graphic? Of course. Nice, well, Jimbo. Got Let's you, bro. Go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <coughs> mm. All right, so here I'm putting it up on the screen now, and I'm not going to hit stop sharing like I kept doing that one night <laughs> after I'd hit share instead of add to stage. I was hit stop share. Like, why is it not adding it? Uh, all right. So as you can see here, no surprise, the Ravens at the very top of the AFC followed closely behind by the chiefs, Jags and dolphins who are all equal at eight and three. And then mm-hmm. right after them, a couple AFC North foes, seven and four Steelers, seven and four Cleveland Browns. Then the lowly, the lowly Chiefs 
Texans, Broncos, and Bills follow them up. And I, I'm going to start this, Jimbo, with a quick question. Do you buy into what the Denver Broncos have done? They've won five straight games. Mm-hmm. They're screaming up the standings despite starting five and or one and five, now up to six and five. Do you buy into the fact that they were just a slow starting team with a new mm-hmm. organ or with a new regime and that this is a team to be reckoned with down the stretch of the AFC? I'm buying in uh-huh. that I'm buying in because I think that if you look at the teams in front of them all the way up to Miami, I don't think, yeah, like the Houston Texans have done some good stuff, but do you trust any of those teams? I mean, look, you got the Texans, you got the Colts, you got the Browns, the Colts and Browns are playing with backup quarterbacks. The Steelers are playing with basically a backup quarterback. Like, let's just call it what it is. Kenny Pickett is not that, I mean, he's not good. Yeah. Um, I think people would take Josh Dobbs today, maybe over Kenny Pickett in a lot of cases. Uh, so what I'm trying to say is that all the way up to the three seed from nine, which the Broncos are at, or sorry, not three seed, excuse me, the four seed at Miami. Like, are any of those teams significant, like a significantly better than the Broncos? Yeah, I mean, the, no, the Texans you know, have been the darling, but yeah, you're right. right. And you know, it's even crazier, Glenn. That means that today, well, I guess the Texans would be just out, but two teams from the AFC South and potentially three teams from the AFC South could be in the playoffs. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. When you How consider, insane is that? Yeah, the East and the North, you would have probably guessed, would those two conferences. Yeah, the AFC South divisions. is doo-doo. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, especially at the beginning of the season, like, but you got the, you know, mm-hmm. think about it. If the if the Texans can squeak in and somehow the Browns, I think the Browns find their way out. Um, I think Pittsburgh also finds their way out. Even with that cake schedule. <laughs> I just don't think the way that they're winning is sustainable. Yeah. No, I, I don't agree. think you can keep inventing, you know, win- or manufacturing wins like this every week. I don't think you can. So, yeah, I mean, how crazy is it to think the Colts are there? Dude, how, how about the Buffalo Bills sitting at 10th? I love it, dude. I love it. Tenth. I love it because I can't stand Josh Allen. He's like the, like everyone questions everything about Lamar Jackson. Nobody ever says a dang thing about Josh Allen. Shut up. Well, I think lately, lately he's been catching. Yeah. Because I've been saying it. He's a fraud. Look at that. Who's the first one to call this team? Who was the first one to say Belichick was a fraud, Jim? Yeah, dude. You called that basement, right? They're the worst uh, record in the AFC, right? Two wins. Absolute trash. Yeah, yeah, garbage. But uh, what what about if there's a team you'd like to match yeah. up against? Like, do you do you hope it is one of these AFC North teams that the Ravens have a ton of familiarity with that they're playing them in the in the early parts of the of the postseason? Or are you hoping it's a it's a, one of these South teams or, or even yeah, one of the teams from the East? South as like a nice appetizer. Give me the Colts, dude. Let's remedy that. Let's yeah. let's fix that, right? Like let's get but now if we're the one seed, so that would mean the Colts are playing the Chiefs. Yeah. Okay, so the Colts are out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean so then it would be Chiefs, Colts, it would be Jags, Dolphins. Or no, no, no Jags, no. Jags Browns, Browns, Dolphins, Steelers. Dolphins, Steelers. Yeah. So oh, I think I both the North the, teams the are the Dolphins. Out. Uh, the Dolphins are just gonna score too many points for the Steelers. Yeah. The Jags yeah. don't want that Browns defense. Yeah, if Miles Garrett's healthy, but I still don't think the Cleveland Browns offense can keep up yeah. with uh, with Joe Flacco at quarterback. I just said uh, that's my guy. But hey, I tell you what, Cole brings up a point though. I don't want January Joe. 
That's true. Look, that's true. However old he is, how old is Joe now? He's got to be almost. I mean, he's got to be pushing forty. He's DK's age. Is what thirty eight? Sorry, DK. I just revealed your age on on. Sorry, I apologize. I involuntarily did that. Um, what's this you got? What's this graphic you got, DK? Can we see this? What is this? Oh, is this playoff chances or is this MVP chances? Oh, for the number one seed. Oh, okay. So and this still... has got to be based on strength of schedule. Well, yeah, well, strength of schedule remaining. Obviously, the Ravens have a an absolute gauntlet. Uh, yeah. So bring it, dude. Bring it. Yeah. I love I like it. it. Yeah. yeah it, it's it's a shame that uh, that the it's a shame in for the matchup that Burrow's out because that would have been a good you know a good chance for them to lose. Yeah. If if uh, Burrow was still healthy with without him. They're going to destroy the the Bengals, obviously. Yeah. Are there any teams? So pull that that back up, Glenn. Um, if if DK, if you don't, if you don't mind here, uh, where 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 do you, like outside of the Chiefs, any of the teams on that list you're getting nervous about, regardless of where we play them, like any of the teams you're like, ah, I'd like to avoid them. Well, I tell you what, I, I'm I'm a little more scared of Miami than a lot of people are because Miami hasn't beaten a big, uh, a very good team. In fact, when they play good, wait, teams, you are a little more scared or less scared? No, I'm more, I'm more, okay. and here's why: they, I think they're getting healthy at a wrong time. I mean, they had a lot of injury issues in the middle part of the season, and their schedule. You talk about tough; they got a lot of tough matchups down the stretch. So. I don't know if they'll come into the playoff. Like, I don't think they're going to challenge for the one seed, despite the fact that they're only one game back in the win-loss column than the Raiders. Actually, half a game. Yeah. But they are getting healthy, dude. Like, they got Jalen Ramsey back, who has been mm -hmm. absolutely on fire since coming back. Yeah. They got it. So, I think their defense is only rising. They're getting healthier, you know, with Armstead, with Waddle. Um, obviously Tyreek Hill has been the best receiver in football. And if a Chan can come back, he, he came back and then went right back out again with a Crazy. sprain in that, it's in that same knee, but it's not expected to be long-term. If he can come back, he, the way he was running, he was making people miss at such a rate. They had a chart of analytics, uh, analytic chart showing, uh, forced tackles missed and a Chan was almost off the chart compared to everyone else. Like he was so much further ahead as forcing missed tackles. It was unbelievable. It, it looked fake. It was like, this can't even be real. It's just be somebody trolling. But no, it's just how good he, he was when he went out. So they scare me, man, because they're so fast. I mean, we talk about how fast our defense is. This That might be the only offense that's faster than our defense is the Miami Dolphins because they have every fast player like on their team. All their top five fastest players are all on the Miami Dolphins. It's ridiculous. And now they have that defense playing well with it. So I think the Dolphins, they yeah, they scare me a little bit. You know, they, they they got me, they get me a little bit worried. The one thing I will say is I think our pass rush could give Tua some problems in the way we mix things up defensively. But it, outside of the Chiefs, Dolphins are my scariest team. What about you? Yeah, you know, uh, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I'm not scared of the Dolphins. I just don't want to play someone too familiar. Like I'm not a big. I don't want to see the Browns for a third time, even with a backup quarterback. I don't want to see, I don't want to see Dag on Pittsburgh, man. Like I would love to see Pittsburgh just to beat them again, you know, but like mm -hmm. we see them at the end of the season and then we're going to oh, see them So more. you're nervous about them, dude? I'm you're not nervous. Of them? I, I guess what, what it sounds like. What it, no, no. But what it speaks to is that like, I mean, where I was, Kansas City, I think, I think we're a good matchup for Kansas City. As long as the refs don't do Mahomes too many favors, which is always a concern of mine. 
Um, you know, his guys are allowed three holding penalties before they get one called. So just kind of how it goes. Um, Jacksonville, I'm not, I'm not afraid of, uh, Miami. I'm, I'm also not, I'm also not afraid of, because I think we could just punch him in the teeth, uh, offensively and defensively. I think we just are way too physical for them. Um, on both sides of the ball. But all I'm saying is like, and, and yeah, the other teams that are below the Browns, I'm, I'm not worried about. So it's, it's the familiar foes is who concern me the most. And that really has more to do with my confidence in the Ravens playing against those other guys in comparison to those that know us. Okay. All right. Well, DK says he, he he's more worried about Jacksonville and mm. he says, look, they are 12 funnily enough in both points scored and points surrendered per game. Uh, so you can talk about balance. They're top 12, literally exactly 12th in both offense and defense when it comes to points. So yeah, I mean, it's not a team that's uh, reliant on one, you know, one half of their team to, to drag the other half along. They both can bring it, and I'm sure at points uh, have been dominant on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. So I, I can see why there'd be concern. Last time we played them, right, it was a couple years back, we, we took a tough loss in Jacksonville. Of course, if there is a playoff matchup, he says it stands right now, it would be in Baltimore, but they're only one game back, so there's no reason to expect they can't be in contention for that number one seed. We might have to be visiting Jacksonville for that playoff matchup if it ends up taking place but let me ask you this Jimbo knowing what we know about Lamar Jackson mm -hmm. and knowing what also we know about how the Ravens flock tends to travel and 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 even if in a playoff game I don't necessarily expect Miami or Jacksonville to sell out their stadium which sounds absolutely insane but do you think it's do you think it would be the end of the world if the Ravens had to go to either Miami or Jacksonville knowing that Lamar typically plays a lot better when it's warmer out. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm I'm all right with it. Certainly Miami, the house was going to be purple. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, no. But I still would rather be at home. Okay. Still would rather be at home with the noise. with the Because, look, that means that one of them Florida teams got to come up and play in the cold. You think Hawaiian Tua wants to come up here and play in the cold? He That's went to true. college at Alabama. You think he knows about the cold? Mm-mm. No, come on up here. You start to lose dexterity in them fingers there, Tua. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See how that but, goes. I mean, Lamar might be used to it, but he still doesn't like it. No, for sure. But being used to it is what, you know, I mean, Trevor Lawrence in the, you know, he gets the, the locks going. He's coming yeah. up from Florida. He played at Clemson. Nah, not cold in South Carolina. That's true. That's true. Come on up, boys. Bring it okay. on. You All know? right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you what, it's not, I'm not mad about seeing Cincinnati down in the 11th spot. Where oh, they isn't that a good feeling? I love you seeing know? the Bills and the Bengals down there because everybody loves to hop on the Bills and the Bengals every year. Yep. It's Josh Allen and 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 what's the other? What's it? and Joey B and no, get no. I saw on Twitter, dude. They're already talking play. They're already talking draft pick positioning, and I love it. <laughs> uh, oh, and what are the Bills gonna do, man? Do they just blow it up? Uh, well. I don't know, man. I, I don't know if their coach gets fired, so I don't think they will blow it up. I think they'll... But isn't it kind of... I mean, it's kind of... I mean, I guess they're kind of stuck to... They gave Vaughn like eight years, $800 million. Remember that? Um, To an old guy. And I, yeah, exactly. And so, anyway, they got a lot of pieces that... I don't think it's as bad as the Rams, but they're kind of stuck. They are, and I think, the, I think it, what it's ultimately going to take is a regime change, but I think he's... Yeah. 
he's he does just enough to where you're almost encouraged to stick with him. But I I think you got to get a new coach, man. You can't have a coach who has that lack of commitment to a run game. Like he just doesn't yeah. seem to understand the importance of being able to sustain a ground attack. I love the fact that well, when they just, brought in Munkin that he didn't abandon that. <laughs> I agree. And like, it's so, so once again, people saying that Lamar gets hit and like, even if he doesn't get injured in, in the, in the, during the times that he takes hit, it's like, it adds up and then he gets injured later on. Hold on a second. That's, you know, the same people in the same argument will say they'd rather have Josh Allen who gets hit so much who every single game has to take on, has to be their entire running attack. Cause they don't have one. Mm hmm. Right, like every game he leads, and they got backs. Players. Right, that's like, what I'm saying. So it's 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 certainly a a schematic thing. So if I'm the owner, I'm like, dude, you need to protect. This is my most valuable asset. See this guy, number seventeen, right here. Mm -hmm. I pay him the most money, and I need to get the most money possible out of this guy right here. Not you. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. figure it out, dude. Yeah, yeah, because we see, and it's not just them. We see it so many times around the league. These teams just, they, they can't run the ball. It's basic run schemes, like no creativity. Like they just throw in the run game. Like it's just a throw into them. It's just, meh, who cares? Not important. Okay, you're going to find out when the red zone comes around. That's why scoring is down league-wide because NFL teams and defenses have gotten a whole lot better on third down and a whole lot better in the red zone. And guess where you should, you should probably have a good run game in those two categories because it's third and short. And you can't run the ball, oh, you're in trouble. And the same can be said in the red zone. When that sh field shrinks, you got to be able to pound the rock. Yep. And, I, and, and I love that the Ravens are so good in that category. It, it's it's a, right. certainly a great feeling. I love seeing the, the Chiefs continuously try and try and try and find that guy behind Travis Kelsey. They ain't doing it and they ain't finding a run game. Not this year. It's going to take till yeah. next season. I think their defense is a little better than expected. That's for sure. Not that we didn't expect them to be good, but I think they're a little better than than what we were expecting. Um, mm -hmm. Spags, man. Yeah. Gets it done. Gets it done. It's All good. that being said, I, I think that's it for us, folks. Yeah, I think that's it for us tonight. Now, we are going to take, like the Ravens, a bit of a bye. We're going to take a say few days. Week. Been dying to say that. We're going to take a few days. We're going to take, uh, take a couple, but, hey, you never know. Something crazy could happen. Oh, some pops. Right you know now. we're here. Yeah, as of right now, we're going to take a couple days, but we'll send you a couple pictures from down in Miami. Glenn and I are going to be on the beach. Yeah, that. Just... Showing my LL. <laughs> All these younger people are like LL. LL Cool J, ladies and gentlemen. I'll Look it up. LL. Look, Look it, it up. up. Look it up. Watch the six pack because that's yeah, before all the bringing. before all the uh, aesthetic surgeries to make guys look like LL. LL was he, he was, was him. Like who? That guy from NCIS? No. I mean, yeah, but no. <laughs> Not the round LL. face. We don't want the round face, LL. We want the chiseled jaw, That's LL, right. right? Young LL. You know what I'm saying, dude? Christmas right. album, the lips, LL. Dude, you know, that? Yeah, dude. Nobody licked your lips like LL, bro. <laughs> uh, but that's it for us tonight. Um, we'll be back next week. Have a great, great weekend of football. Stress-free football. Go Ravens. Boo to the north. Everyone else. <laughs> Yes. And uh, have a good weekend.